my name is Peter. And my name is Carl. And you're listening to Do You Even Lift, Bro? Men Exercise and Social Justice. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We deeply appreciate it. We are here for part two of our emotional and spiritual masculinity episode. We're still here with Bill. Say hi to the people, Bill. Hi, people. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so this is going to be part two. And in part one, we talked fairly intellectually and theoretically around emotions and how that's connected with men. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in this episode, we're going to do the practice, Peter. Oh, Mr. yay. <laughs> the number of times on this podcast that you said I hate vulnerability is really coming back. So let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, in planning this episode, Carl and Peter gave me some leeway to uh, plan some exercises and we're going to have some fun with the spiritual and emotional exploration of masculinity. want to make it clear that this isn't psychotherapy and this isn't a replacement for it. There's no confidentiality here, especially since you're just going to broadcast <laughs> this into the universe. For our uh, four listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting up there. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll actually be participating in exercises with you because I think that's more facilitative and that, again, takes me out of being in like a therapist role as opposed to like a fellow traveler in this sort of experience. And that's what we ask of everyone too, right? Like all of our men who are listening, like this should be not an educational process to you, but a journey with you. Thanks for... Let's get into it. (laughs) All right. First, like actually just take a second, get into your body, settle in a little bit. How about take a breath? Go ahead and check in, particularly check in with your body, your your heart, your stomach, and in one to three words, like, what's it like to be in your body right now? What emotions or sensations are alive? Hungry, um, tired, and I don't want to say dead, but just kind of numb right now. I didn't mean to laugh at your emotions. That's my bad. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, definitely feeling a little discomfort. Uh, anxiety and excitement yeah i'm feeling i'm feeling excited i like being in control (laughs) (laughs) interesting (laughs) and uh, this is something i'm passionate about so i notice like like my heart feels it feels a little bit fuller it feels a little bit more alive like some lifting in my chest and uh, a little a little anxious too like sharing this publicly like other people will be judging me now (laughs) (laughs) and so what i want to sort of set us up for as we as we dive into this is a place for grounding if at any point you start to feel overwhelmed. So take a moment and try to find a place, a place in your body or a place outside your body that feels positive to neutral, um, a place that you can sort of ground to if you need to. Y'all got it? Yeah. Okay, you don't have to express it? Uh, no, I'd like to hear you express it. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, mine are my ears. I don't know. I just feel like uh, I kind of like listen, just being silent sometimes and not hearing anything. So... Yeah, and that's usually like my go-to body part whenever I'm feeling a certain way. It's just my ears. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with my neck. I think my hair covering, well, maybe it's my hair then. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, the neck area, because my hair is down right now and it's kind of wrapping around my neck. And I think that's where I'm feeling like a lot of warmth and positivity. Nice. I really, I really connect with my root, like, like where, where, my, where my butt and my seat connect, mm-hmm. with, connect with the chair. Um, that's really a place that when I check into it feels, feels really like powerful and and nurturing and never really has like complex things or like dark things don't live there, at least for me. Or part of my intention with this exploration is to model the spiritual as an everyday sort of thing, particularly in, you know, a Judeo-Christian culture. We can 
be taught to think of the spiritual as otherworldly. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to dismiss those things. Um, but the, the spirituality I'm sort of talking about is emotions and human connection, what we carry with us, both the, the loving and beautiful things and the, the dark and depressing sort of things. Those are spiritual things with things we carry. At least it's how I experience it and that's how I think of it. Really influenced by uh, some of Dr. Leila Fernandez's writing on spiritualizing feminist practice along these lines. And so we're talking about gender in a binary sort of sense that's really limited. And at the same time, masculinity is this construct that we're all familiar with and and we get sort of trained into. Obviously, we'll have our individual um, experiences of it, which is why we're doing some of this as opposed to just doing all intellectualizing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm going to invite all of us to explore how we how we experience masculinity in our body what parts feel healthy and what parts uh, feel less healthy or maybe bad or toxic. Mm. Again, ground into your body for a second, Uh, perhaps at your stomach or your chest. I want you to take a moment and try to connect with a sense of masculinity. Like what do you experience when you try to connect with the masculinity that you carry with you? What do you notice happening in your body? Feels like I'm running into a wall. Like, Ooh, say, say more. Like, what kind of sensations are you noticing? I don't know. When you talked about to connect with your masculinity, I just felt like I was going a million miles an hour into a brick wall and there was a lot of like anxiety surrounding it and kind of like, I, I just felt like this weird darkness around it. And I don't know, for, since I was a kid, I haven't really connected with my masculinity in a concrete way. I never like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's good. That's good. That's, that's more than enough. That's really, that's really powerful. The, 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 the darkness with it, the, the sensation of like running into a wall sort of thing. We can, that, that's more than enough. Uh, Carl, what kind of sense do you get? Uh, I think I constantly run into feelings of not enough. Um, I definitely felt the most masculine in high school and early undergrad because my body fit the profile. I was ripped, more or less, <laughs> and now I'm not. I have settled down and become a little lazier and a little less attached to what I would consider superficial things, but I can still feel this pang of, like, I need to start going back to the gym. I need yeah. to drink less. Um, Where's, and, uh, what, what feelings are alive right now? Like, just stick to the feeling. Oh, feelings. <laughs> so I think I attach. Well, I, I hear I think. What are, what, are you, right. what do you feel in your body right now? Like associated now I'm with masculinity. Like I'm failing. <laughs> no failure. There's no, there's no wrong way to go about this. I'm just pushing your feet into the it's fire. Just, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling a sense of challenge, sense of discomfort. Um, it's getting tighter around the chest now. Cause I think of the, the, I mean, the feeling of nervousness is usually in my chest of when I feel like I'm not, doing well enough or feel like I'm not enough. Um, Oof. the, I think, or no, I, I know that I present pretty confidently. Um, and whenever it conflicts with the feelings in my chest, um, it sort of exaggerates it. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause that I'm attached to the way people perceive me. Um, oh. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that because that's something I've been working with lately for me. Like so much of my sense of self exists outside of me. Mm -hmm. Like, like I do this thing where I, 
refract off of other people, like sort of like a bat doing echolocation, like how I think they're perceiving me. And then I, oh, yeah. I can actually see that my self is living out here and returning back to body and emotions. When, when I try to connect with masculinity, I get a sense of like feeling puffed up all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have this, this, this sense of like, sort of like warriorship. I can feel like wounds all over my body. Mm. Um, and like, like a real alertness looking for, looking for threats. And, um, yeah, that's, that's what, that's what really comes to life for me. And then like, and, and actually we'll, we'll unpack this a little bit more. So let's, let's try to stay with our bodies for a minute and try to try to stay with that sense of masculinity and notice what parts feel like warm and healthy versus what parts might feel, might feel dark, unhealthy, nasty, whatever, what are, what are you noticing? I think, um, don't think, <laughs> but yeah, what, what do you perceive? What do you feel? Notice sensations. When I think of masculinity in a healthy way, cause when you told me to think about it in a healthy way, I'm like, oh, what, fuck. what, what parts do you like? What, what sensations do you perceive as healthy? Um, when you, when you try to mm. stay with that masculinity, I just, I think of like being in nature, I guess, like hiking or going camping like that. When I think of good masculinity in me, that's what I think of is having like a connection with nature. Yeah. How do you experience that connection with nature? If you, if you, if you try to put yourself in that place, what, what do you notice? It was, in, if you're in a place where you're connected with nature, what happens in your body? What kind of sensations, sensations are associated with that? Um, kind of an expanse of consciousness, kind of like taking what I would call my soul, like outside of my body and like expanding that kind of field farther and farther from me into nature. Yeah. Interesting. Can you perceive that right now? Like, do you experience it in your head? Do you feel your soul in your like chest or stomach somewhere else? Yeah. It's kind of like in the stomach area, I would say like near the diaphragm. And like when I, when I'm thinking uh, I can't really connect to nature right now personally, just cause I'm in a windowless basement. <laughs> but when I think of past experiences, when I was connected with nature and I guess that might be connecting to nature, I don't know. Um, I just feel like kind of seeing this expanse and then like whenever I breathe and my diaphragm goes back down or it goes back up, I'm not a biology major. Um, it's kind of like the, it's expanding more as I breathe more into it. Okay. Okay. Carl, what about you? If you think about, try to connect with what feels healthy or warm with masculinity. Yeah. So I've done some work around this before and I know I carry like my inner child in much more of like the gut stomach area. And So it's weird to simultaneously feel that's where the warmth is for me, but also where the discomfort is in terms of the external validation of fitness or whatever. Um, And then also additionally, um, the right side of my chest, my right shoulder and upper back, there's a tattoo and I have the names of like ancestors and family um, and self on my body specifically. And I just always have felt a connection to ancestors, to community, to family through that particular part of my body, which I always like, I try to go back to. Ooh, do you feel that right now? Yeah. What's it like? Right uh, now? It's, it's like this, it's a weird fulfilling, um, like it's, it's filling and full of responsibility at the same time. Right. Like mm. there's a legacy, a, 
Um, like I been taught and told how important it is to hold the spirits of ancestors because like the infinite, like unprobability of my existence, Mm -hmm. um, particularly since my parents grew up on two different continents, um, is never lost on me in terms of my heritage. And I think my spiritual ancestors pretty continuously remind me of that and have, I don't know if they have high expectations necessarily, but, um, I think they expect great things. Oh, appreciate that. Thank you. What's that? It's heavy. It's warm and heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, heavy. I I would spend more time unpacking that, but we have limited time. So I'm going to keep moving. What I experience when I try to notice what feels healthy is like my heart feels really strong. And and it also feels connected to lineage. Like I can feel it sort of stretching back behind me. And there's a sense of like, there's a sense of like commitment to, to justice that, that I think is, uh, is uh, built into my, my lineage and like sort of Irish Catholic sort of thinking and experience. Um, it feels like something that I've, that I really inherited along those masculine lines and feels really, really powerful. And like a sense of like fighting for things in a way that's that, that, that when is held correctly can be compassionate and good. And so let's, uh, let's see the flip side of that. When you try to connect with masculinity, what, what do you notice in your body feels, feels dark, maybe unhealthy, maybe kind of nasty. Oh, damn. <laughs> Sorry, Peter. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And, and remember if, if it feels like too much, you can always opt out. I'm not here to like put you, put you in a place where it feels like too much. You're, you are welcome to take a pass if you want. Yeah. I'm kind of leaning into the discomfort though. Appreciate it. Um, right when you said flip side, my stomach flipped, like my stomach just dropped when you said now thinking of the flip side, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> um, so a feeling of, Oh, um, I don't know. I, I'm a very visual person, I'd say. So whenever you're describing these things, I'm, I'm thinking of images. Um, and I just kind of see of like, like a person screaming in a corner kind of thing is the bad side. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Do you, do you, do you feel that as, as, do you feel that as like a representation of you, something that lives inside you? I think so. Um, it, it's kind of like shrouded and I, I definitely feel a sense of fear and just kind of like not like shape-shifting and not being who I want to be. So kind of like this weird purgatory where I'm not allowed to be who I am, but I like, I guess the only emotion I can express is like true fear. And I don't know, I've Oof. had, I've had a problem with fear a lot. And <laughs> so I get very anxious. I get very resilient um, some guards come up for me, some barriers. I would say I wall myself in when you said now for the flip side. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Thanks, Peter. How about you, Carl? Um, it's definitely in my chest and my head. I think, um, the, the, I've always had the image of like pushing down. Um, and so I mentioned inner child stuff in my stomach. I do feel like my head and my chest have, my heart actually, um, have done that process of tamping it down. Um, and I'm working on like not doing that. So um, the very idea of reconnecting with the body means like, well, and you know, I'm, I'm very familiar with the dark side, if you will. Uh, like it's what I've known, not necessarily been able to name, but known growing up. And so, um, I am trying to reconnect all three of those things. Thank you. Yeah. When I, uh, connect with it, I, I carry trauma in my solar plexus. 
Um, and lately I've been working with that a lot. I'm, I'm recovering from sexual trauma, um, mm-hmm. associated with dudes. And so I get this real like sinking feeling and this want to pull in with my body and just kind of want to disappear. Mm. And it's also really related to shame. Like I had taken, I think I had this, this deep sense of disgust with myself and I, I projected it onto myself as opposed to placing it where, where it actually belongs, where this trauma that I, that I went through. And that's, that's where I'm working right now is. Um, how to reclaim my body and how to bring my sense of self into uh, a more healthy alignment. But like what I really experience there is a sense of it feels like a like a spiritual infection. Mm-hmm. Like when I connect with it, it's like if, like I can see it as like black and green and kind of oozing and gross. Mm. Um, so that's that's where it goes along with uh, goes along with that for me. And uh, we've only got a couple minutes left, so I'm gonna wrap it up real quick. Um, my last question for each of us is. Um, what are our intentions? What do we do with this from here? I think what was so interesting about this activity is that all of our answers were extremely different and unique, but I could relate to every single one. Um, like, oh yeah, I felt that before. Like, oh, I'm feeling that before, but I just didn't have the courage or knowledge to say it like that. So um, times like these for me seems rare where I'm like, oh, like only this time I can express this emotion. And I think my intentions from going forward is trying to do exercises like this or trying to get in touch with myself or checking in with myself um, more regularly so it doesn't turn into like a rare thing that happens. Uh, Appreciate that, Peter. Thank you. How about you, Carl? I am incredibly proud of Peter. Um, I think, I mean, throughout this whole process, I I forget how young you are actually. It's kind of where (laughs) I'm at. And um when you said, uh, I forget, a couple podcasts ago that you're really young in the social justice journey, I'm like, what? And so <laughs> I'm really, I'm, I'm happy for you. I think that it's also, and then, you know, my therapist tells me that I'm always like caring for other people, not for myself. So let me shift here. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know it. anything about that, Carl. <laughs> yeah. <you're, laughs> uh, anyway, so I guess I'm feeling... Uh, it's a it's a reaffirmation of why this particular emotional work is important for men to do together and uh, reaffirmation that it is absolutely the solution to the world's problems. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that. And I um, my my intention going forward is just to continue to try to do this work as humbly as possible, challenge myself in a healthy and compassionate way and challenge the people around me who I care about and also provide them love, not just challenge. Um mm. Love, I think, I think challenge is encompassed in love. I guess for, for me, what, what my intention is to do is to take the, the anger and, uh, rage that I carry with me in part because of the violence that I, that I've, that I've taken on and channel that into, uh, channel that in, understand that as a manifestation of love for self and for, for other people, um, and channel that into healthy, healthy outlets such as this. So. Really appreciate y'all having me on. Thanks so much, Bill. This has been a super awesome episode and very unique. And um, even though I kind of hated this exercise, (laughs) I really do appreciate it. And uh, I've now been given some tools that I can use in the future and hopefully give other people these tools as well. So it means a lot that you took time out of your day to uh, come and talk to us and share us some work that I don't even even know about before. So... (laughs) 
Thanks for getting me learned. Bill. <laughs> I really anytime, appreciate it. Anytime. Thank you so much. Anytime. I do think for anyone who's listening, any man, cis man that's listening, if there was like discomfort or if there was like, what the hell are these guys doing? Uh, maybe take a closer listen to the one before this one. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I do think even wrestling with that, like we should always interrogate our discomfort. And so I really hope that these two episodes help with that for sure. Uh, thank you, Bill. I appreciate you. Anytime. We'll do it for this episode of Do You Even Lift Bro? Men Exercising Social Justice. If you have feedback, thoughts, comments, questions, or want to be interviewed for a podcast, please email WGAC at colostate.edu. That's WGAC at C-O-L-O-S-T-A-T-E.edu. Huge shout out to the partnership between the Women and Gender Advocacy Center and KCSU here at Colorado State University. These are the folks that even allow this podcast to happen. For more content about masculinities, check out meninthemovement.blogspot.com. And for more information about the WGAC, go to WGAC.colostate.edu. For more 90.5. KCSU content, go to kcsufm.com. Music production by Xavier Hadley, aka Zavley. Check him out at soundcloud.com slash Xavier Hadley. That's X A B I E R H A D L E Y. Thank you, everyone. Woo! Really appreciate y'all having me on. Thanks so much, Bill. This has been. Oh. Started. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Bill. <laughs>